You're listening to an Apple Viz podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Thomas Dombo, also known as Anonymous. I'm going to be covering the general features you will find in iOS 16. As with every year, Apple puts out a major release, and with no exception, iOS 16 brings us lots of lots of general feature, as I will be showing you today on this podcast. This is going to be done in a summary, so it's just kind of a basic overview of what you can find in iOS 16 for general features. So without further ado, let's get the show on the road. We are going to talk about the first feature, which is the lock screen customization. I know you have been hearing a lot about it, but before we get to that, we have two other things I want to show you. The first feature is that if you have Face ID, you have always been only to unlock the phone in portrait mode. Well, in iOS 16, you can now unlock it sideways, just like that. The other thing you're going to notice is notification. Yes, this is going to be a love and hate relationship. I know some of you are going to hate this. And that is notification is in a weird spot this time. Typically, we just tap in the center or just about three-fourths of the way down, and you're able to see your notification on the live screen. Well, that is not the case anymore, especially with the widgets and such that are on your lock screen you're going to have to go towards the bottom it is way at the bottom if you do play around with the touch explorer you're going to see what i'm talking about it is really weird how they did this and really my only advice is to unlock your device 12:42 p.m and at the bottom left is the flashlight flashlight off and button. from here swipe left show notifications you button. have the option to show notification you can double tap that or if you want to see the notification, you just swipe left one more, and that'll show your notification area. Now, let's get to the main feature of the lock screen customization. Let me tell you what this is. So summary is that now you can customize your lock screen to your liking. Just like on the home screen, we're able to put widgets in there. Well, you get the lock screen widget, which is different than the home screen widget. So I'm going to show you what I have on my phone. 12.42 p.m. As I unlock my device, if I go to the right, Weather, 78 degrees, sunny, high of 82 degrees, lower 51 degrees. Pretty cool. I got my condition. Batteries. AirPods max 96%. Got my battery. Weather, sunset 7.30 p.m. And then I get my sunset. All right, so let's show you some of the summary of what the lock screen widget can do. If you find the clock, double tap this and hold long press, you'll get various things in here. Now, I will give you a word of warning. This is very rough right now in 16.0 release meaning that it's very awkward clunky and not very accessible so i'm just going to show you just a few things i'm not going to show you step by step but just summary of the lock screen customization we have in categories of these templates so these widgets you have to pick as wall screen templates first and within the templates then you can add the widgets to them featured heading we got the features area which contains templates like Dynamic bubbles, wallpaper, floating circles of blue and gray move silently in and out of focus. Button. Active close-up view of the earth. A vivid, detailed view of the earth centered at your location. Button. Activate to co color gradient. Light to dark orange. Button. Activate to customize flower emojis. A variety of flower emojis arranged in a grid pattern. Button. Active so you get an idea of what this like. So those are the features templates. Weather and astronomy. We have the weather area. That's what I'm using right now on my lock screen. Emoji. Heading. We got the emojis, of course, if you like emojis. Collections. Heading. We've got various collections. That's iOS 16 specific. 
color heading. And lastly, we have colors. Colors are gradients, so you have different colors on the background. And then we're able to add these widgets I've mentioned before. So here's a few widgets that you'll be seeing. Conditions, weather widget, rectangular, button. That's what I have. I have the weather condition on. Status, batteries widget, circular, button. Sunrise and sunset, weather widget, circular, button. Those are Drag. the widgets that I have on my screen now. But let's show you what other widgets they are here. Now, take this as an advice right now, it's just mostly Apple stock widget, but slowly but surely over time, lots of developers will be coming through with their own widget. Like if you're a Care Weather fan or Overcast and et cetera, they have widgets for just for the last screen. Playlist, Overcast widget, circular. Got the Overcast. Button. Next event, calendar widget, circular. Calendar. Button. Icon, Overcast widget, circular. Here's my Overcast. Temperature, weather widget, circular. Button. You just Activate have temperature? temperature. Countdown. Countdown widget. Rectangular. There's my countdown widget for Disney. And right down towards the bottom of this, now you get into segments. So you get genres or categories. Batteries. We Button. have a batteries categories. Calendar. Button. Calendar. Clock. Button. This is where we're going to find all the different widgets, even for the developers that like Overcast. Countdown. Button. There's Swipe my countdown one. developer. If you double tap that. They will have either just one option for widgets, or you may have a dozen. It just depends on the developer and such. But that is the lock screen customization. Now we're going to get to one of my most favorite feature, which is the focus. Yes, I know we had focus in iOS 15, but wait until you see focus in iOS 16. It, it gets even more powerful than ever the customization on focus is unbelievable and it makes things even more efficient and exactly what you want out of a focus well we had an ios 15 where there were some limitations but in ios 16 have no worries it's now even more robust and to your liking so for example when you're adding people now choose people to allow heading People that you want to allow it on a focus, for example. Well, you, now you got two tabs, two choices. So let me show you here. Silence notifications from button. I can silence a certain user. Selected. Allow notifications from button. Or I can allow certain people. So in other words, this customization, I can say I want everybody but these two people. That, yes. So that is now possible. And now we're not just done with people, but apps has the same capabilities and same function. Choose apps to allow. Heading. Silence notifications from. Button. We get the same silent. Selected. Allow notifications from. Button. Or allow notification per app. So you can now say, I'll want everything except for these apps. Or I only want notification from certain apps so I can remove. Say, I want everything except for these two and et cetera, et cetera. So it, this also gives a new wonderful feature. Customize screens. Heading. And as you remember in iOS 15, we were able to put different home screen onto the focus, right? Well, guess what? We now have two new features. We have a lock screen customization. So now when you make different lock screen customization, well, you can choose which lock screen you want to show up on that particular focus. So that way it will allow you to do exactly what you want to do and certain focus. So if you're in exercise mode, well, you could probably want a lock screen that focus on activities and other such widgets. Choose lock screen. Button. Choose home screen. Button. Choose watch face. Button. We have watch faces too. Pretty cool. Smart activation. Now we have something called smart activation. Let me have old Tom here tell you what it says. Automatically turn testing pure focus on at relevant times throughout the day based on signals like your location, app usage, and more. 
pretty cool, right? So you can now be able to set automation by smart automation. And here comes the big one. I like this one quite a bit. This is... Focus filters. Heading. Focus filters. What is that? Well, let me dive into this area for you. We got filters such as... Calendar. Filter calendars. Button. Mail. Filter inboxes. Button. Messages. Filter conversations. Button. Yes. What that means is that... Let's just take the mail, for example. If I have four different mail accounts, well, you can filter which account you want to be in the focus and which one you don't. So if you have one in particular you always want to keep track of, it will dismiss all the other three accounts and just keep that one message same way if you have a person you want to make sure you always get notification from but other people i don't you can filter that as well so that is the beautiful thing of the new focus customization in ios 16. let's head into the messages area just like any iOS update, Apple gave some love into the messages in iOS 16. So some of the most popular ones you probably heard are the ability to undo and edit a message. So I have this following message to myself. For iMessage, hello, just showing this on the podcast as an example, 1.05 p.m. And available. to be able to do undo this, you just do a one finger double tap and hold. Hold. And you're going to go to the right double until you get to, to undo. Undo send button once you find the undo send double tap that so you, now you can unsend a message you want sent a message so we have another message here now if you want to edit that and now once again you do have a time limit that you are able to edit something so if you double tap this and hold it for long press and then we're going to go Large. to the right button. until we get to edit. edit button with the edit just double tap that text field is editing Custom. and you're able to edit that text yes there's a limit of five editing once you surpass that you're not able to edit anymore and if you edit a text it will let that user know or that person you sent text to that has been edited the other option is now you have the ability to unread a conversation you weren't able to do that before still just go to the conversation that you're doing with someone and just use the rotor and swipe up until you get to mark unread Mark is unread. Once that's found, double tap. And that goes back to being unmarked as if you have never seen that conversation or text before. The other cool thing is on the main page of the message where you have all the conversation, at the top left is the edit button. Edit button. If you go in this area, you're now able to find the recent conversations you have deleted so if you thought you lost your conversation well fear no more in this area show recently deleted but it show you the, the recent deletion and you'll be able to recover that once again now a couple other features that are eh, it's there i probably will never use it or use it is that you're able to share play with with messages with other people you also have a collaboration within messages. So if you send in a text, you can now collaborate or include that with other people that can collaborate with that conversation. And then lastly, one of my favorite, it is notable, and that is junk text. Yes. So we were never able to report that as junk. Well, you will now. So if you get a text for a number that you are not aware of and it's not in your contact, when you go to delete that conversation, it's going to pop up and say, hey, 
would you like us to report this as junk? You have two options to say, yes, I want to report this to my carrier. And the other one is to say no. So this is a very welcome option as we had for the phone numbers there to be able to block and report as junk. Well, now comes text messaging. Okay, let's hop into the mail app itself. This got quite a few new features as well, long overdue. Some really nice feature is, is available in iOS 16 as well. We'll start with the search in the mail. We have always had the search, but now you'll notice when you do a search and start typing, it's going to give you a much more relevant suggestion as it will search even on a wider spectrum of what you're looking for. So this is very nice. We have the undo mail options. Yes, you can undo a mail when you send off. Very much like the messages area, when you undo something, you only have so many seconds to be able to undo it. Now, message, you got a couple of minutes, but the mail is a little bit different. You have a much shorter amount of time, so you have to do it pretty quickly. So here's an example of a mail that I'm composing to myself here. Send button. I'm going to go ahead and send this to myself. Send and very quickly, you need to go to to the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. Undo send button. You'll find the undo send. Undo send. Double tap that, and now voila, that message has been undone. The other cool feature is that you're now able to schedule your emails. When do I want to send this mail? So you don't have to do it instantly anymore. You can now schedule it. Send now button. Send 9 p.m. tonight. Send 8 a.m. tomorrow. But send later button. Or send later. Word of caution is that send later is a little bit buggy as you're not able to set the clock as you want, but hopefully that'll be rectified soon. We have the mail reminders. What is this? So if you get a message in here and say, hmm, this is kind of important. I want to come back to this later. Right now, I'm a little busy. Maybe I'm in a meeting or I'm just doing something else. But I want it to remind me later that I should check up on this email. So go to the particular email that you want. And we're just going to swipe up until you get to the item read later. Read later. From here. Alert. Remind me. You can tell it to remind you in so many minutes and hours. Remind me in one hour. Button. Remind me tonight. Button. Remind me tomorrow. Button. Remind me later. Button. And et cetera, et cetera. So you have those options. We also have something called follow-up. What is this? Exactly what this feature does is that if you want, if you sent a message to somebody and you want to follow up on it later, see if somebody replied back to that conversation you were having. It's a little different than reminding me. Follow-up will put this at the top of the inbox area so you can make sure that you don't forget about that particular conversation you have an email i want to do a follow-up so you just swipe up and you go to the more more and you're going to swipe to the right until you get to notify me notify me double tap that mailboxes back button and now you will see that particular message is way at the top and i'll be it's sort of like a pin it's been pinned to the top and that will stay up there until you no longer want to do that the other nice kind of a cool feature in mail, if you have included somewhere in the body that you say, I have included an attachment for you to look at, blah, 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 blah. And if you try to send it without putting an attachment on there, it's going to have this really cool little AI. It's going to think, hey, I think you meant to put attachment on here. And it's going to pop up, hey, were you meaning to put an attachment to this email? Because you forgot one. So that's a nice little feature. You now have this something called rich links in mail 
Now, this is kind of a weird thing, but a kind of cool thing too. When you get a link within the mail, so in other words, if I sent somebody an article, I have this HTTP link within my mail body, right? Well, typically we just double tap on that and open up Safari and it'll leave mail in the whole nine yards and you're able to read that article, right? Well, if you just double tap and hold on that link. Preview. Nom12.cephalinks.protection.outlook.com. Heading. It will actually bring this within the app itself. So in mail, it brings up a preview. So you can actually take a look at this if you want. Hide preview button. Skip to content. In page link. Open menu. Pop up button. Mac rumors. Link. So it actually opens up within an app browser within. So now you can use all your gestures. iPhone 14 features a Mac like startup sound. Well, you'll be able to read that article and whatever have not. And then lastly, we have the support for branding. What does that mean? So in the future, as it comes aboard, now, this is one of those also kind of a new feature that slowly will have to develop. When you receive email from brands like Google or Apple, some big names, they are able to now to do a verification saying, yes, this is authenticated. It is authenticate that this is really from them. So you'll be able to get to the area where it's from and that will have a little badge next to it say verified and is authentic so this will help us with those phishing scams and make sure that it's really coming from who they are all right let's dive into safari what's in new safari safari didn't get a whole lot of new updates in pertaining to most general user but if you're a tab group user well this is for you so now when you create your tab we go to your tab groups and every time you open up your tag group at the very top of your tab group toolbar share is the option to share that means i can share with other people that tab group and you'll be in collaboration with it so they can add tabs to that tab group or remove things from that so that's part of the collaboration with the tab group for safari one other option they did with the tab groups, they made it just a little bit more convenient by introducing the start page for each tab group. So you can customize a start page for all your tab groups. So once you create a new tab within your tab group, there's an edit button. Edit button. And from there, customize start page heading. Very much like we had before, we were able to customize the start page. Also with your tab groups, if you have multiple tab groups and you have one in particular that you want to make it your favorite or you want to pin it, you're now able to swipe up and pin that towards the top of the tab group options. The other nice thing is that if you have more than one device, say I have an iPad, Mac, or an iPhone, whatever I make changes into web settings to that particular website, that now gets synced across your Apple ID. So your other devices, when they go to that site, will have the same web setting that you configured in, say, like an iPhone. This is also the same for web extensions. So if you install a web extension for Safari, it will also be synced across devices through your Apple ID. And lastly, if you find an image within Safari, it now has a built-in option for translation. So if you see some text on an image, you now are able to hit the translate and it will translate to the language that you want. 
those that are familiar with live text and you come to love and use that with the camera app itself now live text is now available for video yes if you have the patient <laughs> and i do mean patient if that's important to you you want to get live text out of a video that you're watching maybe something popped up it contains some information that you want and then i can see that if somebody says hey on the screen is a phone number or an email that might be something useful now what's painful is that you have to put pause right on the frame that you want to live text in other words it has to freeze that and then once it's frozen you're able to contain or pull out live text within video let's dive into siri so siri got some new features as you heard on the accessibility podcast you have some new siri commands but we also have some new tone to go with siri anytime you do a dictation with siri or if you're dictating text we have a new tone it's a little modern it's a little nicer it's not as brash as the old one so here's the tone hello good afternoon as you can hear for yourself, that nice little tone. We're not able to add emoji to our dictation. Yes, this is long overdue. We had a few that we could do before in iOS 15, but iOS 16, we have even more. So if you go into the emoji keyboard and you get any of those emojis, you'll have to understand and learn what the name of the emoji that you want. And you just end it with the word emoji. For So for example, Red heart emoji, sleepy emoji, smiley emoji. Inserted red heart, sleeping face, smiling face with smiling eyes and rosy cheeks. And once you had that all set in your list of commands, voila, now you have emojis on your dictation. We also have something called Siri command guidance. So if you're within an app, you're not quite sure what kind of Siri commands you can ask within the app. Well, ask Siri. So I'm in the message app, for example. What can I do here? You can say things like, make a group FaceTime call, send a message to Angela Knight Domville, and make a call. So give that a spin. Try going to an app that you have questions about. Ask what can I do here? It will teach you a new set of series commands you may not even know exist. And along with Siri, we have more offline functionality as introduced to ios 15 there are some commands we can issue when you do not have cell or internet connection you can do this offline well ios 16 is no exception we got some new offline commands that we can issue in siri without internet or wi-fi connection and some of those features are like HomeKit, intercom and voicemail we also get something called automatic punctuation now this is going to be a love-hate relationship as well and yes you can turn this option on or off but now siri will try to intelligently put punctuation where it thinks it needs to have one for example what are we having for dinner inserted what are we having for dinner sounds natural right well check out when i go into characters here question mark ah r romeo e n N I D. Delta. So add a question mark when it thinks it needs to put the question mark. And I'll put punctuation, so it says period, asterisk, and all sorts of different punctuation is now available in this automatic punctuation. You're now able to skip 
Siri confirmation. What I'm talking about within text messages is that you know what I'm talking about. So if I send a text message to myself and I say blah, 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 for example, it'll say, it'll come back and say, hey, you said blah, 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 blah. Are you ready to send it? Yes. So if you want to make these things quicker and simpler, yes, you can go under settings, go under Siri and search, and then find automatic send. And then from there, you can turn that option on or off. Automatically send messages off, on. If you turn that on now, now watch this. Send a text message to Thomas Donville iPhone. What do you want to say to Thomas? Check this out. Now I can skip the confirmation. Sending. Check this out. Now I can skip the confirmation. Voila. Now it's been sent to myself without having to do confirmation. Let's talk about maps. Maps got a couple of new feature in here that might appeal to you. You are now able to put multiple stops along your route. How cool is that? So yes, when you start a route to a place that you want to get to, expand. Button. You have the expand oh, area, and within the expand, add stop. Add stop. Just tap on that. Add additional stops you want to make along to that route to your final destination. Also, and lastly in Maps, if you're a transit user, you're going to love this new feature as you can load and add and replenish your transit card. That should make your life much simpler. Let's talk about health. Yes, the health app actually got a couple things for you to dive in and to use. If you're an Apple Watch user and with the newest, latest OS of Apple Watch, now has an AFib history, which has a little bit more in-depth in terms of the AFib and your EKG function that you use with your watch. It now not only detects AFib, but it also does other things like how long you were in the state of afibrillation and etc. So there's something you want to look forward to if you are experiencing AFib or are prone to AFib. We also have a new medication feature within the health app. Medications. Track all your medications in one place. Now you're able to add all the medication that you have in your health app that will help you provide details information for your doctor so you know not only the prescription do you have, but how many milligrams, for example, how many times you take per day, it will even tell you if there's any health interaction or drug interaction with the medication you have. So if something gets missed by your pharmacist, this will tell you immediately if there's one drug that interacts with the other drug that you have. It also will do set a schedule and get reminders, get reminders when to take your medication. No, I wish you had the reminder to when to refill your medication. That would be kind of cool. But nope, this is a reminder just to remind you to take your medication. This could be set up like once a day, twice a day, and et cetera, et cetera. And that's for the health app. And speaking of health, we also now have an additional new app on your iOS 16 device. So you may now see... Fitness. Double tap to open. The fitness app. Yes, this has always been exclusive just for Apple Watch user. Well, now you're able to take advantage of the new fitness app on your iPhone without having Apple Watch. Pretty cool feature. And yes, you can even remove it if you do not want that on your device. The home screen gets some loving too. There's a couple new features within the home screen itself. You have more apps you can remove from those 
pre-installed apps that you find in iOS. We are able to remove new apps like fitness app, that can be removed, find my app, that can be removed, health, and lastly, clock. Also on the home screen, we have always been able to get to the spotlight pretty easily from page one. You had to go to page one and do a three finger swipe to the right and then it gets you to the spotlight. Well, have no fear. If you're deep into page three or four or whatever, you're now able to access spotlight right there on the ticker. So for example, let me go to my page ticker on my home screen. Page two of two, adjustable. Double tap to open spotlight. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. As you heard in the hint, a one-finger double tap now gives you to the spotlight. A top search spotlight text field is it? Voila! Search now Insertion you're into spotlight without the having to swipe three to the right all the way to page one. Let's talk about privacy and safety. So there are, are quite a bit of new features when it comes to privacy and safety. Now. The first one we'll discuss about is safety check. Now, safety check was introduced in WWDC, and it was touted as something that is critical for those that are in a bad situation. So let's have safety check tell you what it's about. If circumstances or trust levels change, safety check allows you to disconnect from people, apps, and devices you no longer want to be connected to. And it's essentially is that. So if you are in a domestic abuse or some sort of abuse that you want to remove yourself from being able to share certain information with others you're able to do this now there's a couple options to do this emergency reset immediately reset access for all people in apps and review your account security button that is exactly what that means it means it's an emergency double tap that and it will erase everybody and everything that you're sharing with people it'll just put an axe to it and everything gets removed immediately with anything you have shared with other people manage sharing and access customize which people and apps can access your information and review your account security button now you're able to manage these things so yes if you want to manage what you currently share with people select people to review what's shared and stop sharing angela knight Dumbville, find my shared calendars and two more so here's my wife example those are what is being shared with me and yes you can go in there and manage and review what you have set that you probably didn't know that you're sharing so this is a great new feature if you're an iCloud plus user so if you are signed up for using the iCloud plus you get tons of cool new features with it well you get one additional new feature on this and this is a big one not everybody will pertain to this it's kind of a niche thing like for myself i own the domain for my email address so the mickeyhouse.com that domain is mine well you can now send that and allow apple to manage that for you so you're now able to add that and then i can create the account so like thomas at the mickeyhouse.com and i can make new ones if i want i, I can put frank at the mickeyhouse.com and etc etc so this makes the life much easier to be able to control your domain and the accounts you can create for that now this next feature is long overdue and i'm so excited to show this to you I've always wondered, and you probably are the same, is that, huh, have you ever wondered how many Wi-Fi sites you have been to, location, restaurants, hospitals, businesses, whatever, and you join that Wi-Fi, where did that information go? Well, further, have no fear, now in Wi-Fi, you have this thing called the edit button at the top left. Now you're going to get a list of all the places you ever connected to. So here's a couple of mine. 
Bonnet Creek. Button. Disney Guest. Button. The Mucky House. Button. WDW Resorts Guest. Button. Actions available. Lots of different things in there. And you know, I found some things. Oh, my gosh. I haven't connected that to years. And now you're able to go in and look at those. And guess what? You can remove them. Delete. You can delete them. More info. Or you can get more information about those things. And another cool feature, which is really odd, you probably like myself, like when I go to the Wi-Fi account or the account or the Wi-Fi that I'm hooked up to, you ever wonder when you go to the password, it's encrypted. It's like dot, 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 dot. It just tells you how many there are in an asterisk. It never tells me what the password is. Yeah, so maybe you forgot it or you want to see it. Well, now when you double tap the Wi-Fi itself, or the account that you're hooked up to. So in this case, I have the mouse house, which is the name of my Wi-Fi. If you go in there, now you're going to have a, a little button that says password. If you tap on that, voila, now it's going to show you the password for that Wi-Fi you have set up. Here's another cool feature that whenever you get an update, a security patch will be automatically downloaded install without you having to do anything from time to time apple will push the security patch out there and typically it takes a while or for you to manually download whatever have not this will be automatically installed for you on the fly to make sure that you're secured have no fear if you don't like this automation you can always go into the software update that can be found under setting general and software update you can turn that security patch to off. We also have something called lockdown mode. Yes, the lockdown mode. Really, I think a lot of, of the listeners here today are never going to use this. This is mostly for people that are celebrities or in politics that, that are always continually focus and target for malware and something called Pegasus. You probably heard of that. That is a... A malware that allow access to their phone without them knowing. Yes, it can happen on the iPhone. And if you feel like you're in danger for one reason or another, you can find this under settings, privacy, and security. Lockdown mode. Heading. I'm going to have Apple tell you what a little bit more about the lockdown. Lockdown mode. Dimmed. Lockdown mode is an extreme, optional protection that should only be used if you believe you may be personally targeted by a highly sophisticated cyber attack. Most people are never targeted by attacks of this nature. When iPhone is in lockdown mode, it will not function as it typically does. Apps, websites, and features will be strictly limited for security, and some experiences will be completely unavailable. Learn more. Button. And you can find more information about it, what it involves exactly what it turns off. For example, in Safari, it'll just kind of turn off all the JavaScript, for example. So some of the limitation or functionality of different things will not be able to work as you would like. Here's some more information on it. When iPhone is in lockdown mode, apps, websites, and features will be strictly limited for security, and some experiences will be completely unavailable. Messages. Most message attachments are blocked, and some features are unavailable. FaceTime. Incoming FaceTime calls from people you have not previously called are blocked. Web browsing. Some web technologies and browsing features are blocked. Shared albums. Shared albums will be removed from the Photos app, and new shared albums invitations will be blocked. Device connections. Wired connections with another device or accessory while your iPhone is locked are blocked. Apple services. Incoming invitations for Apple services from people you have not previously invited are blocked. Profiles. Configuration profiles, such as profiles for school or work, cannot be installed. Turn on lockdown mode. Button. That gives you a better in-depth what the lockdown mode is. You'll also find that you are now given the ability to take your two-step authentication apps, such as Google, for example, or Microsoft, and add that to your 
password on Apple password feature. The password is be found under settings under password. Is now that's all your keychain that you use to autofill for your ID and and password and such. But there's a new area. Setup verification code. It's a setup verification code. So yes, now you can use third party two-step authentication into built into the keychain, which is an awesome new feature. There's a new copy and paste improvements. I don't know if some of you will call this improvement. It may be kind of annoying that you have this new option. And no, there's no option to turn this off. What am I talking about? All right, so let me show you here an example. Let's just say I copy something from a different app. So I'll say I made a little snippet copy from mail and I want to put this in a message. So I want to send to say my wife, for example, when you come to paste it, Alert. messages would like to paste from home screen. You're going to get this popped up. It says, Hey, uh, do you, will you allow me to use this paste on this app? Do you want to allow this? Don't allow paste button. Allow paste button. I can say, yes, I'll do that. Mail to unread emails. Paste. And then then paste that item. Well, the downside of that, it happens every single time you do a paste. If you're not in the app where you copy it, it's going to come up again and again. So if you find yourself going into one app, copy something, coming into another app, you do the paste, you're going to get the pop-up, go back, get something else you want to copy, and come back. You're going to have that same pop-up up over and over and over. Yes, a love and hate relationship. I think you can follow me on this. The camera now gives a new feature. It has a translate feature with built into camera. So now if I detect text, which is live text on camera. Detect text button. Detect text. Text detected. Now if you swipe to the right. Translate button. You now have the translate button. Weather. Lee Summit. 82 degrees. Feels like 81 degrees. Sunny. High 83 degrees. Low 51 degrees. Let's talk about weather. Yes, your weather app now gets even more new features. As you probably have known, a couple of years ago, Apple did decide to buy out a company called Dark Skies. And slowly but surely, over the different iOS versions we've had, with iOS 16, with no exception, they've added even more in-depth details of the weather baked right into the weather app provided by dark sky so last year we had a new feature where you had to go buy containers to go through the weather app well within that and why i'm bringing that up is that now when you go into containers and go to the each of the categories as you always had 10 day forecast today clear high of 83 lower 51 we had the 10 days forecast air quality 50 air qualities air precipitation clear sip uv index and Fun. all those things right well, each of those areas has a detail component inside of that. Let me show you, for example. Temperature. You get a whole new area you have never seen before. What makes this compelling is that, yes, you can now go back and forth in time to be able to check out what you are seeking for. For example, on the 10-day forecast, it defaults by temperature. And if you go in this area. Calendar. Today, you have the calendars and that can be changed to whatever day. So if you want to go three days in advance, go to the calendar, choose three days in advance. Chart condition, temperature, button, pop up button, double tap to activate the picker. Now you also have something called the picker. Yes. Let me show you what this picker does. Temperature, button. We have different items. We've got temperature. UV index, button. You can check out 
all of these, yes, you can do three days in advance. Check out on a UV. Wind. Button. Wind. Precipitation. Feels like. Button. And et cetera, et cetera. Chart. Temperature. 12 a.m. 55 degrees. Audiograph available. The x-axis is time. The y-axis is temperature. There is one data series. Yes, now you have audiograph for each one of this area. If you double tap in there, you'll hear a high pitch that tells you kind of a up and down through audio mode. And then obviously, if you go to the right, you get more information. 1 a.m. 54 degrees, 2 a.m. 53 degrees. And you can pick those some of those pick ticker, that ticker that I mentioned before, to all those different areas. So now you have more detailed components for each of those categories area. The other nice feature is that we got in iOS 15, which is last year, was that we're able to get notification whenever precipitation is on its way. So if there's rain or snow is coming, we were able to turn that option on. Next hour, precipitation. Switch button. On. Now, by location, yes, you can set up more than one location to get notified, but you also get the following. Severe weather. Switch button. On. That Double is long overdue. That is long overdue. Severe alerts. Yes, now you can get severe alerts for your location or the location you are tracking. Now, this only applies for certain countries at this time, but a long overdue feature, I find this amazing. No, you're not able to be able to select the different alerts for what severe warnings that you get. You get kind of a, a blanket coverage of one. If any type of warning comes up, it will now alert you. Let's dive into the photo apps. Those that use photo apps, there's a couple of few things that are notable for you to note is that when you go into the photos app under the albums section and under something called utilities, the following two folders under that hidden button, the hidden recently deleted button and the recently deleted folders. Well, now those are locked down by default. Meaning that you're going to have to use your biometric, which is your touch ID or face ID or even passcode to unlock that. And no, there is no option to disable that feature. We also have the photo duplicates. This is long overdue. I think this is fantastic. They're under the same area, the album utilities, and under that is a duplicate folder. If you get that pop up, you just double tap in that and I'll show you all the duplicate photos you have. It's meaning that it's smart enough know to show these two pictures are the same. Do you need all these photos? Very nice feature there. This one's going out to the book apps fans. If you use this for audio books like myself, they have revamped the audio player. So now when you're reading a book, you got three different levels. The very bottom level. Playback speed. Snooze. Airplay. Table of contents. You what? have those on the bottom level. Right above that is the volume area. Volume. 59%. And above that is your play button. Play button. And there's your revamp audio player. Memojis. I know everybody loves Memoji. If you haven't played with Memoji, you should. It's a lot of fun. And in iOS 16, we get even more improvements to Memojis. There are six new Expressive poses, 17 new and improved hairstyles, nine new noses, and even new lip colors, and more. One of the cool things is you can even create stickers from one of your Memojis that you can use. That could be used for contacts and etc. 
Let's talk about music apps. That's one of my go-to app. I love using my music app on a daily basis. Well, it receives some new features as well. One of those new features is the ability to favorite an artist. Why would you want to do this in iOS 16? For two reasons. One, it'll keep track of any new releases by that artist, and I'll notify you when the new release is found by the artist that you favorite. The other one, it has better suggestion, meaning that it will now offer better recommendation based on what you favorite. Yes, that's a little bit different than love, what we had before, but that's a new feature too. So I found that the suggestion is is way improved over the older music app. I'm getting recommendations like I've never seen before. Really good set of recommendations. Almost Spotify-like, because Spotify has always been great with the recommendation. Now, you just go and favorite your artists that you want to follow, and you'll get better recommendation. But if you go to the artist profile, there is a new button. Favorite button. It's a favorite button. That is how you favorite an artist. There's another really cool new feature is that you now can sort your playlist by different ways. Yes, you just go to the playlist, go to the more button, and then go down to the sort. Sort by button. Double Last. tap that. Sort by expanded. Selected. Playlist order button. Now you can sort the way you want in playlist. Title button. Artist button. Album button. And release date button. Those are fantastic ways to sort your playlist. And then what a word of warning, there is a new UI interface for the player. So when you bring up the mini player to the full size player, the UI has changed quite a bit. Unfortunately, in 16.0, it's not very accessible. There's a lot of weird locations and focusing issues, but can be managed if you are persistent and consistent and trying to use this new UI interface. Talk about the news app. If you're a news fan, well, there's some new features in here as well. You are now able to have a favorite section on the Today's tab. Favorites, heading, illustrations, logo other. And with the favorites, you can add things to it, remove it, and etc. You'll also see some improvements of getting more local news and news that you never had before, which is also a big plus as long as the news has the location services on and that you allow that, you'll get more local news. And in the future, and it's not available as of right now, you'll get a new My Sport. And that will have your favorite teams, live scores, and etc. And finally, I'm going to wrap up with two other new features I thought was notable for you to know. Now, under contacts, in the past, we had to double tap that and go into the edit, and then we had to go all the way to the bottom to delete the contact. Well, no more. They made this much easier and simpler. You just do a double finger, double tap, and hold for long press. Delete contact button. And now you're able to delete the contact quickly. The other nice feature is under settings. At the very top now, you'll have your devices. In other words, when you open up settings now and go to the right. Thomas Dombill, Apple ID. You got your profile. And just keep going to the right here. Thomas's AirPods Max button. You'll see your Bluetooth device. Double tap that. Thomas's AirPods Max. And this will take you right to the settings uh, for that device. So, example, AirPod Max, you get to the settings where you're able to control the transparency. Thomas's AirPods Max. Name. Thomas's AirPods Max button. Voice control. Heading. Voice cancellation button. 
Selected. Off. Button. Transparency. Button. Button cycles between. Heading. Selected. Noise cancellation. Locks out external sounds. And etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And there you have some of the new general features you can find in iOS 16. Trust me, there are many more new features out there for you to find and explore. Now, once again, I'll mention that this was just basically a basic summary and that I will have many how-to podcasts that go into more detail, step-by-step, how to do the various features that you'll find in iOS 16. That will be coming very soon, so stay tuned. My name is Thomas Donville, also known as Anonymous. Until next time, bye-bye. This AppleVis podcast has been brought to you by the community of AppleVis.com for the latest in resources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com.